Catholic, the podcast of Catholic Who's at the University of Virginia. And this is our introduction episode. I am Father Joseph Anthony Cress, and I'll be joined by Corinne Riley, the campus minister here at UVA. And then in this episode, we'll be kind of introducing ourselves, who we are, uh, what this podcast is about, our vision behind it, kind of what motivates us to start this podcast, and um, you know, a number of other things along the way. Now, the volume on this uh, episode is a little quiet, so we encourage you to use uh, headphones or AirPods or whatever you want to uh, help you enjoy this episode. But we hope you enjoy this episode and enjoy this new podcast. Welcome to the first episode of The Grounded Catholic. I'm Father Joseph Anthony Cress, a chaplain here at Catholic Who's at UVA, and I'm with Corinne Riley. Say hello, Corinne. Hello. <laughs> um, all right, so this is our first episode, um, and we figured it would be appropriate, good, and fortuitous um, to give introductions both to ourselves and kind of why we're doing this podcast and what it's all about. So Yeah, kind of like a little EP to our future albums. That is a great way to look at it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A little four-song hitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, one of the things that you're going to probably ho- and hopefully quickly learn about uh, me and Karen is that we both love music. Oh, yeah. That was actually one of the main reasons why I chose to work with Father. Aww. Yeah. For all of my uh, curated Spotify playlists. Oh, right? yeah. No, there's nobody that I've met, and a lot of people know this, nobody I've met who has shared so, uh, I guess, uniquely in all of my favorite music tastes. That's, I, I would say the same. Yeah. That, like, I have a very eclectic. Uh, Ooh, good word. Yeah. Very eclectic. Well, I have, I have many good words, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too, uh, too soon. soon. We'll get to that one later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think we, we, we share a lot of our uh, musical tastes that are span across the board. Anyway, um, before we start talking about, because uh, we could br- probably do an entire podcast just on music. And uh, we will. And, and we will. There'll be many episodes on that, I'm sure. But um, let's just dive into letting um, our students know um, more about us and kind of what we're doing here. So, um, yeah, I want to let you lead into that then. All right. Let's see. Okay. Corinne Riley from Charlottesville, Virginia. What? what? Um, yeah, actually, so I was I was born in Newport News. Um, shout out to any CNU students who might be listening. Um, so I was born Newport News, moved around, ended up settling in Charlottesville. So UVA is like coming home, although I did not attend UVA, wanted to get out of town. So I went to Belmont Abbey, North Carolina, studied literature. Um, Let's see, after that, I joined Focus. So I was a Focus missionary for three years in Southwest Florida at Ave Maria University. Um, Discerned religious life, (coughs) left Focus, ended up um, getting called back into ministry. So I was a campus minister at CNU for two years, and then um, I've been at UVA for three so we're looking at roughly like the last decade that you've been in college ministry then? Um, I mean, eight years, 10 years sounds a lot. Is that like too much? I round, uh, I round up. That's too okay. much. That's Sorry. too much. No. Yeah. Well, we'll stick on with the eight. Almost eight. Almost. Not quite. Yeah. Eight. Not quite yeah, not eight. Even though uh, classes are all online and nobody's <laughs> coming back to, to grounds yet. I mean, 
it feels like the year's over, but it's not quite uh, yeah. a full eight years yet. Yeah. So, um, what's give me give me one highlight. One highlight of of the eight years in ministry. Of the eight years in ministry. Like yeah. How could you? S- how I don't could know. you ask that kind of question? Which of your children is your favorite? Yeah. I mean, all the parents will say, I don't have favorites. But we know deep down there is one. (laughs) Right? Everybody knows there is one favorite. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's see. I I mean, this this was always, this was like a bucket list item of mine that didn't come to fruition in college. But I was able to do as a focused missionary, which isn't quite related to ministry. But... um, I'd always wanted to throw a dance party in a library, like on campus, um, at midnight on like the the last day of classes, and I wasn't able to do it at Belmont Abbey. Honestly, like the library was not that great or conducive. But Ave had an amazing library with like multiple stories in it, like multiple dance floors. You mean? Yeah, and yeah. so I ended up. It was like there wasn't even a Facebook event or anything. It was all word of mouth. And I was, I knew some students who um, worked like with AV equipment. And so I got them to bring massive speakers in. Like we told some of the students who were working at the desk, like, hey, we're about to throw a massive dance party and it's going to get crazy. Because then all these students start flooding into the library. So we did it. It was like a 15 minute dance party where everyone just like raved in the stacks. Um, So that, you know, that's, that was definitely a highlight. Although, (laughs) yeah. Not quite related to ministry. No, but it's a good band name if you ever... Raging in the Stacks, yeah. yeah. You know, punk rock band. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, Father, what about... All right, my, my little postcard uh, introduction then is... Um, I grew up in Southeast Ohio and went to college at Franciscan University of Steubenville. Can you... Um, Tell me what the name of your hometown is. Yeah, I grew up in St. Clairsville, Ohio. Oh, uh, so St. Clairsville, then going to Franciscan. Sounds like. Yeah, I ended up at Dominican. (laughs) 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 I wasn't going to put any brown on or anything like that. Mm. It was it was all white and black for me all the way. It's classy. It is classy colors. It is appropriate for every occasion. So. I'm ready to go. You know, formal attire, white and black. You know, hanging out, lounging with friends, white and black. Always always good to go. Eating spaghetti. Uh, white, black, with a little bit of red then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I grew up in southeast Ohio, small town. And then um, after graduating from Steubenville in um, 2010, then I entered into the Dominicans right after graduating college. And I've been uh, a Dominican ever since then and um, made my solemn vows and uh, was ordained a deacon all in the crypt church of the Basilica in Washington, D.C. And then on uh, in or in May of 2016, which just happened to be the 800th anniversary of the Dominican order, uh, St. Dominic, who founded us uh, in 1216. 800 years later, I was ordained a priest in the uh, shrine up there. So that's so cool. It was it was pretty baller. Um, And so I've been a priest since 2016. And then my first assignment has been to uh, Charlottesville to be a chaplain 
uh, with Catholic Who's and to the undergraduate students down here. So I've been here since February of 2017 is when I moved down here. So just wow. celebrated my three-year uh, anniversary of moving into Charlottesville. So, Father, can you share um, with our, our nice students at home a little-known or obscure fact about the Dominicans? A little-known or obscure fact about the Dominicans. The more random, the better. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think about something good. Um, yeah, I think... Um, so, Albert the Great, who uh, was the teacher of St. Thomas Aquinas... Ah, uh, yes. Right, Albert uh, the Great, Albert Albertus Magnus, which is just a great name for your firstborn boy. Like, <laughs> honestly, that is a killer combo. <laughs> just just making suggestions out there for people, okay? Albertus Magnus. Anyway, um, he uh, was a profound scientist and, and really uh, was a great uh, student and teacher of the natural sciences. And I believe that he um, had postulated that um, after studying different animals and their furs and stuff like that, he postulated that there could, the further north that you go, that there would be a bear that would not have brown or black fur, but actually the fur would be all white. So without ever seeing a polar bear, he was able to postulate that there would be a bear of all white fur that would be able then to survive in the more frigid temperatures and you know, environments, and it would necessarily need all white fur to be able to retain its body heat and um, and to live in that type of environment. So, without ever seeing a polar bear, he was able to uh, postulate that there would be oh such wow. a thing. That's a great fact. Boom! Oh my gosh, I'm gonna it. win some Catholic trivia over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, last question: um, What would your DJ name be? <laughs> Oh, this is a loaded question right now. Okay, <laughs> for everybody out there, this is a totally loaded question. Um, we actually started talking about music uh, and all of this, and uh, been lucky enough in my life to help out uh, different friends and uh, yeah, uh, love music and playlists and sharing music and things like that. So DJ name, um, if I had to pick one, uh, it would be DJ Balsamic Beats. <laughs> Which was uh, an item on a menu at a restaurant here in Charlottesville that I saw uh, probably about a month ago. And as soon as I saw that uh, menu item, I was like, that's a perfect DJ name. And so I'll, I would take that on, DJ Balsamic Beats. Can confirm. Okay, that's excellent. So are you saying, when you said that you've, been, you've helped friends out in your love of music, are you saying that you have DJed for friends? It has, yes, yes. I'll just, I'll be very simple about that. Yes, I've DJed parties and um, a few wedding receptions. Excellent. Okay, so, so right. students, if you're getting married <laughs> in the next, well, whenever this, whenever this ends, yeah. Yeah. you can hit up a, a Dominican for... I can, uh, I can do your wedding prep. I can do the wedding <laughs> ceremony and then also take care of the reception. It's one-stop shop up in here. Once all this, like, you know coronavirus restrictions uh, are lifted. Everybody has to dance six feet apart from each other. Catholic dances, man. We've been doing this for years, <laughs> making room for the Holy Spirit. Uh, oh, goodness. Um, oh, you went there. Yeah, of course I did. Um, 
but let's talk about um, this podcast, what we're doing, and why we're starting it up. Um, what's what's motivating us to do this? And yeah, absolutely. Well, do you want to start with the name? Yeah, go for it. So um, we decided we've actually been talking about doing a podcast for a long time. Um, a little over a year by this point. I think perhaps more yeah. than that. Yeah. Um, we actually ended up recording a podcast a year ago. Um, You'll be hearing from in future episodes. Yes. Um, but we we never got around to it. There's just there's always a lot to do. Um, and this seemed to be something that was extra. But um, even though we never recorded more than one episode, we still <laughs> came up with the name, which is The Grounded Catholic. So, Father, I believe you penned that name. Yeah, it was, um, I think we were just talking with students, like, spitballing, throwing different spaghetti at the wall, see what stuck. Um, but we wanted this to be a podcast for the students at UVA, um, the, the students of our ministry and other uh, members of the student body here. And one of the big things that is kind of noticeable about the University of Virginia is nobody calls it uh, the campus, right? It's the grounds of the University of Virginia. And... Uh, that's one of the kind of like hallmarks of the student body is it's it's always talking about the grounds of the university. So then when we talk about um, what it means to be Catholic within this kind of university culture, then um, to be kind of grounded in the faith, to be rooted in Christ in that way, and to have that kind of moniker of being the grounded Catholic means both being Catholic on grounds, but also being... Uh, having deep roots uh, that sink into our Catholic faith in in that culture, so it's a little bit of play on words in in both directions. But that's that was um, what we discussed and kind of what we came up with. Yeah, I I like what you said about having deep roots in the faith because um, it can be so easy, I think, to stay superficial. Um, it's just another another agenda item. Which when you're a student in college, your agenda fills up so quickly. Um, and a lot of your involvement can be, can kind of stay at a superficial level. Your friends can stay at a superficial level. You know so many people. How do you go deep? Um, so that's, yeah, I like that you brought that up because that is one of the goals of how do we go deep? How do we go deep in relationships, not just with God, but with one another? And I think that's uh, often we, we think that being grounded and going deep is, um, you know, it's, it's also being kind of like having still water. Like, there's so much chaos, and you're always going from classes to papers to clubs, and it just gets chaotic in that sense. But the, the deep water is also kind of very still at the same time, to not be afraid of kind of taking that step back and, and letting things go deep and letting other stuff kind of, like, pass you by in, in that sense. Um, and it reminds me of one of my favorite songs from uh, Trevor Hall, uh, who's a musician. It's very kind of, like, surfer island vibes but it's called Still Water. And it's, um, it's a beautiful song about just like letting yourself be an overtaken and going into the deep water, which is typically very just still uh, on, on the surface. Mm, yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, so this is, this is the Grounded Catholic podcast. Um, and we do want to emphasize that this is, this is for you guys. This is for you guys. This is not... Um, father and i want to you know <laughs> grow catholic podcast fame <laughs> we find our interactions and sometimes you guys have said that you find our interactions to be pretty hilarious so 
Um, now you get we're a front we're row just, seat. <laughs> we're just doing it with microphones and recorders. That's all. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, yeah. So we also, when we were kind of looking at, at one of the kind of our vision for where we wanted this to go, um, we looked at what what you guys have found to be interesting um, thus far, and we were immediately taken back to our Theology on Tap talks. Um, so that is where we've just seen so many different people coming out. Um, we've gotten such positive feedback from those. So that's kind of a direction that we want to take with it, is we want, um, through a more conversational style, we don't want this to be a lecture or a talk that's just recorded. Um, but we want to take those kinds of topics that we've covered in the past with Theology on Tap. We want to make the faith practical. We want to show how you guys can live this out in your daily life, how it's, um, it requires sacrifice. Like it, it, it's not always easy, but it's, it's doable and it's good. Um, so we want to go deep. We want to tackle hard topics, but, um, we want to make them more approachable for you guys. I think it's that kind of, um, the inspiration for the content that we're looking for is um something where we can just um dig like what you're saying dig deep but also um encounter the real life aspects of the faith right uh, just encountering what it means to uh encounter each other and to deal with um the truths of the faith but also how that uh is made real made incarnate in a day-to-day life and not necessarily on some other idealistic plane but also in this practical uh, real life encounters with the faith and that's kind of what motivated our theology on tap talks and we're not just going to kind of cut and paste that onto a digital platform and call it a podcast like we're going to have more of a conversation with it kind of poke and prod into different issues but it's the same kind of motivation at least for the content um, in that sense right right and uh, in true theology on tap fashion Although, can we can we say that? Can we even use that? We can call it Theology on Tap. Um, inspired by Theology on Tap. Inspired tap. by Theology the on Tap, because yeah. that's officially trademarked. Um, <coughs> occasionally, we will probably be sipping on some, mm-hmm. some, some taps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, so we'll let the... We'll, we'll let that uh, inspiration continue. So. Yes. All right, so we covered, I think, our introductions, introductions to the ministry... Um, I think we'd be remiss to not admit the current situation and uh, environment mm-hmm. that we're recording this in. Yes. Um, we are in Corona lockdown week two, three. I don't know what week we're in. What are numbers anymore? Yeah, we don't know. Um, I do know one number is six feet, and we are six feet away from each other because Indeed. social distancing is a real thing now. Um, four weeks ago, nobody knew what that was. Now it's it's a real thing now all the introverts are saying i feel so validated and the extroverts are freaking out like this is the this is torture so um in the spirit of corona quarantine um i want to we're going to end with kind of a a final question uh for each other and i'm going to ask you what is your word of quarantine Oh, so my gosh. Inspired wow. by the word of the year generators that happened at the beginning of 2020 that were yeah. all of the rage out there. What is your kind of word of the quarantine going to be? Mm, mm, wow. I feel a little put on the spot. I, I feel like I need to discern this and, and spend like at least three holy hours um, processing. Like 45 seconds. I know. Okay. I know. No, don't worry. I have an answer. 
Um, I, I would say that that word for me, for me personally, um, is the word that I just, I feel right now is toast. 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 Yeah. Um, and, and kind of the way that I've, I've felt the Holy Spirit working with this in my life Mm -hmm. right now, personally, is, um, you know, you just like, you wake up and I mean, who even knows what time it is because I'm not setting an alarm. Um, and you go downstairs and, and you're just looking and trying to find something to eat and maybe you're at home with your family and maybe family ate like three hours ago because now it's noon. Um, the one thing that you can always come back to, um, like for any meal is, is a good piece of toast. Like talk about comfort food. Um, you said for any meal, you think you can, you can toast up anything? Oh, heck yeah. All right. I survived off of toast, toast and cereal, but, but cereal hasn't been speaking to me as deeply <laughs> and to my heart at the moment. Um, and then also with how cold it's been, like, yeah, it's, it's been chilly out here in the mountains. Yeah. I, sure. I want some, I, w- I need to keep my, my feet toasty. So mm-hmm. wearing socks a lot. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's where I'm at with, uh. All right, so word of quarantine. My word of quarantine thus so far, thus yeah. far, yeah. Okay. Um, so, Father, since you asked this question, I'm so sure that this has been on your mind. It has in a not, actually. big way. No, not even a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so I, I need to ask you what, what your word of quarantine is. My word of quarantine. I mean, there's many different directions. And I think it's stuff that's come up, um, you know, throughout all of, the last few weeks and watching how quickly things have changed right it, things have progressed very quickly throughout uh, all of this it can be terrifying um but i think um what i've what i've figured out the thing that's been most consistent through all these weeks and all this chaos and and changing and excitement at different points but also terror at others the thing that's been the most consistent for me has been the phillips head screwdriver um so that's my wow. word of quarantine uh, it's the Phillips head screwdriver. That is so profound. Four points uh, can can get into anything. Um, maybe maybe make things a little <laughs> more secure for you, but also so let's, loosen, let's loosen things up. Let's <laughs> just uh, let's let it ride. Let the creativity, let the wind breeze through that screen. Mm. You know, don't lock it down. Mm. Now's not the time. I feel um, it. So, yeah, uh, it, it depends on how you use it. You know, that's the most important thing is um, how, how you go forward with that isn't necessarily the instrument itself, but it's how you use it. Mm. My goodness. I'm, I'm going to be sitting with that, processing that for a long time. Yeah. So wow. from toast to Phillips head screwdrivers. Um, uh, yeah, I think we've, we've covered a lot, at least in this first episode to kick us off. Um, but Stay tuned, friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back for more. Uh, We'll be uh, releasing new episodes and and having some more fun. So God bless y'all. Thank you for listening and joining us on this uh, introduction episode. And I hope you enjoyed getting to get to know me and Corinne along the way as we get started with this podcast. Uh, Please share this episode. Please subscribe uh, so you can stay up to date as we release uh, more and more episodes along the way. You can find us on Spotify at The Grounded Catholic 
or on our website, catholicwhos.org slash podcast. And it's catholicwhos, H-O-O-S dot org slash podcast. So thank you very much and God bless. Thank you.